From the Art FM WXOX studios in Louisville, Kentucky, this is That Driving Beat. My name's James. And my name is Uwe. And this is your weekly radio dance party, all 1960s soul, R&B, mod. Stay tuned.
Thanks for tuning in for another episode of That Driving Beat from Art FM. Uh, my name is James. And I'm Uwe. And uh, you just heard the Dixie Bells and Cornbread and Cherry. Cornbread. <laughs> some guy, I assume, some guy named uh, Cornbread. I would think so. But this song, as you can imagine, was called Rock, 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 because that's all they were singing. They didn't have to learn much of lyrics. There was, a, there, was there something about putting it in your sock, I think? Or I think I caught that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it came out on Soundstage 7 in 1963. The festivals before that with music on the Smash label from 1966. And we started the show, as we always do, with our theme song, Willie Mitchell doing That Driving Beat, 1965, on High Records out of Memphis, Tennessee. We've uh, we've both brought uh, a packed uh, a packed 45 RPM record box down to the uh, the studio tonight. I, I couldn't fit uh, many more records in the little box that I brought, and uh, they are all new to my collection. You actually only brought one. I see. I, I did only bring two. one box. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'll sometimes bring two. Um, uh, 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 sometimes I'll bring one one box with just my new stuff and one box with backup. Uh, you know, in case I I want to play stuff that I that I. No one I've had in my collection for a while, but I've just got new stuff to my collection today. I'm um, too brought uh, new stuff. Um, if you listened to the last show, like I, I was out shopping and brought some stuff, and uh, some of it is not uh, new in the sense that you haven't heard it before. It's just upgrades. So I'm very happy. Better, to, uh, better, better copies, copy. better copies, yeah. so less crackling and all that stuff. And also play some of the flip sides of stuff I played last time. Because there's just, uh, you know, one of those two-sided records. And sometimes you're lucky and both sides of the records are good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we do play only from uh, those old 45 RPM singles. So the vast majority of them, of them there's one song on each side. And, uh, yeah, you get lucky when both of them have that driving beat. All right, let's get, uh, let's get back into it. Off the Wit label from 1967. Here's Bobby Powell with Question. Ha! 
Seems like I like to, I like to play songs today with somebody who doesn't have to learn any lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> the Venture is with Lolita Yeye on Dalton Records from 1962. Well, and that was actually a lot of lyrics for a Venture song. Yeah, though. I mean... <laughs> They're mostly instrumental. The Flip has even more lyrics. Yeah, I weird. Mean, I think they even say a word. Huh. Uh, Bobby Copney before that. Uh, that was the flip side to one I played last week. Uh, that was Love A Go-Go on Tough from 1966. Before that, Eddie G. Giles was Don't Let Me Suffer on Mirko from 1967. That was just a good kind of chugging tempo R&B song. I like that one. Uh, Bobby Powell got the got the set started with Question, uh, 1967 on on Wit. And uh, I pulled two copies of that out of the same uh, same source not long ago. So one of those lives with Uwe now. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> yep. Merry Christmas to Merry, me. Merry, merry late Christmas. <laughs> And happy birthday. I don't know. Yes. What <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's just extra records. Happy extra records. <laughs> uh, that driving beat gets support from Louisville's own Monarch Beer Company, a Kentucky proud brewery and restaurant in the heart of the Schnitzelberg neighborhood. Monarch delivers award-winning beer and food. The beer is brewed in-house and dishes are made with locally sourced and sustainably raised ingredients. More information can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or at monicbeer.com. Coming up next, uh, one by Bobby Bland on that Duke label out of Houston from 1972. Here's Ain't Nothing You Can Do. When you got a headache A headache powder soothes the pain When you try to Lord, you feel all right again When you got a backache A little rubbing will see you through But when you got a heartache There ain't nothing you can do A man can't break a stone So he tries another lick Ice man can't cut his eyes, no So he buys another pick Electric lights go out But a candlelight will see you through But when you got a heartache There ain't nothing you can do There ain't nothing you can do I said there ain't nothing you can do When you got a heartache There ain't nothing you can do When you meet a friend You smile because you're glad When a friend deceives you Makes you feel so bad When you lose your loved one It makes you feel so blue And then you got a heartache And there ain't nothing you can do There ain't nothing you can do I said there ain't nothing you can do I said there ain't nothing you can do Every time I think about it 
as roses in the morning And you to me are soft as summer rain And don't in love with shade That's something red The sidewalks in the street The concrete and the clay beneath my feet Begins to crumble But love will never die Because we'll see the mountains tumble Before we say goodbye My love and I
did not have that dragon beat <laughs> but i do love that song and for many of you it might be familiar if you ever watched the movie uh austin powers it's part of the soundtrack but not that version i must say yeah it was a it was a cover by uh the lightning seeds uh, in the 90s that was uh, in the in the austin powers movie but that was the turtles with you showed me 1968 on white whale yeah, that set kind of took a took a turn into stuff that we don't usually play on that driving beat, but I, I liked it. Uh, yeah, I, I, when I saw we queuing a Turtles record, I'm like, really Turtles? I'm like, oh, that's that one. Okay, yeah. I like that <laughs> yeah. One. See, we, we say we're playing Mott music, but Mott is a very broad church. It can be whatever Uwe decides it is. Exactly. <laughs> Before the Turtles, uh, 
uh, you heard a, a, a studio group. I don't think this is a real group that existed. Uh, just a studio group that did uh, covers of, of, of things. Uh, the Boss Guitars doing uh, the song Man of La Mancha, 1965 on cap. Before that, uh, Unit 4 Plus 2 with Concrete and Clay, 1965 on London. And Bobby Bland started that set off with Ain't Nothing You Can Do, Duke, 1972. All right, uh, I'm going to play one off the hit label out of Nashville. We, uh, we, we play stuff off that label pretty often, and we usually talk a little bit about the label. It was a sound-alike label, a, a budget sound-alike label. Uh, you could call it knockoffs or, or copies if you wanted to... Uh, if you wanted to use that kind of language, um, but uh, really, what Let's it was—call it cover versions. Yeah, cover versions. I, you know, I, I like sound alike because it wasn't like you know when a band gets or an artist gets together and does a cover, they usually try to bring something different to it. Uh, you know, do 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 their own version. Um, what Hit Records did is tried to copy as closely as possible the True. version that was out there in the charts on the major label that was selling well. Uh, and price it at uh, I don't know about half that, uh, so you could pick up these these releases on the hit label for uh, for much cheaper than uh, the ones by the actual uh, artists out there being played on the radio and and showing up in the in the record stores. Um, but because the the hit label was in Nashville, uh, had access to studios and studio musicians and uh, singers and and producers and arrangers down there. Um, and there was a you know a huge amount of talent uh, in in the Nashville uh, recording industry, so a lot of these turned out really really good, uh, and some of them turned out kind of interestingly good, um, even though they're you know they were just doing them as quickly as they could, knock you know knock out as many in a in a session as you can, and, and get them out there to the Woolworths to try to make some money. Um, so this one is by a group called the Jalopy Five. That is a group that, as far as I know, existed only for these sound alike labels, and it may or may not have even been the same session musicians. Uh, Every time, um, credited to the Jalopy Five, and it's a version of uh, the Chris Kenner song "I Like It Like That" um, from 1965 on the hit label. Here's the Jalopy Five's "Sound Alike." I like it like that.
crackle at the end of that one yeah i was just going to say this looks so clean and then just the bacon f frying in the pan yes. right there we yeah. are playing old vinyl here on that driving beat don garden and dd ford with i need your loving on fire from 1962 and i guess this record from 1962 was on fire a little bit because uh, the crackling <laughs> it sounded like a nice roaring fire there <laughs> at the end <laughs> Ed Bruce before that he was a he was a country artist uh, in Nashville that was recorded in Nashville as far as I know as far as I know Ed Bruce with don't let it happen and kind of a, a building uh, intensity country vocal over uh, R&B loose kind of uh, uh, shambolic kind of a song going on and then some some uh, some gospel style backing vocals and and uh, it works. It all adds up, and it works for me. 1964 on Wand, Ed Bruce with Don't Let It Happen. Before that, from 1965 on Blue Cat, Evie Sands, Run Home to Your Mama. And that's the flip of I played uh, last year where I played Take Me Home for a Little While. Or Take Me for a Little While. Uh, it's a Trade Martin song. And... Uh, so, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was on the other side, though. That yeah. was that was kind of a kind of a, a loose uh, uh, a song as well, kind of just just messy kind of a <laughs> song, but it was good. Yeah, uh, and we started that set off with the Jalopy Four doing "I Like It Like That," uh, their version. I think that was probably a sound alike of the Dave Clark Five's version of that because it it had more of a more of a garage rock uh, sound to me than than the original Chris Kenner uh, rhythm and blues. Uh, sound, but uh, I don't know. Uh, we're going to go to Britain for the next uh, song, and and I I think we may just stick with some uh, some British tunes for this next set. Uh, we were just talking about that, uh, but this is a group called Keith Powell and the Valets, uh, or Valets. But uh, I I think at that at this point in Britain that 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 word would have been pronounced Valet, um, with a song called Come On Join the Party. On, from 1963, this is on the uh, Columbia label, and it, it is a, a UK uh, issue, a British issue. Um, Keith Powell and, and the Valets were from Birmingham, England, which is uh, uh, just a little bit northwest of London. If you're driving from London up to Manchester and Liverpool, you're, you're, you're probably going to pass through Birmingham unless you go some weird way. And uh, there, there, there was a there was a music scene in Birmingham uh, in the 60s. Um, didn't get nearly the the recognition that uh, Liverpool and London acts got, and up in Liverpool uh, you had uh, the the sound was called Mersey Beat. Uh, London, I guess there was a there was an effort to for the Dave Clark Five to to coin the Tottenham sound. That was a neighborhood of London, but there wasn't really like a London sound necessarily. Uh, but Birmingham, uh, the people from Birmingham, uh, the slang for people from Birmingham is Brummies. So that was Brumbeat is uh, what was coming out of Birmingham. Never got as big as Merseybeat and, uh, and London stuff, but this is a pretty good tune. Keith Powell and the Valets. Stop shutting down in your shoes, my baby. Come on, come on. 
Just heard the Kings is everybody gonna be happy on Reprise 1965. Before that, the uh, just incredibly named, so catchy, Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch is the name of the group uh, with Bendit. Um, and that, uh, if you thought that sounded kind of, you know, sort of a Greek uh, influence there, it was absolutely uh, influenced from uh, the soundtrack to, to the, the film Zorba the Greek. Um, they didn't, I guess, didn't have access to a bazooki, uh, the Greek instrument um, that uh, would make the kind of sounds they were looking for. Uh, so they used an electric mandolin to uh, uh, to get those uh, those sounds in Bendit, um, and that's I don't know, that's a fun song. They were th- that was a group that were willing to kind of get get away from the sort of color by numbers uh, 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 British beat, uh, British R and B kind of scene, and try some new sounds and. Uh, yeah, so you got Bendit. I just remember we used to play that at the, at the bar. We used to DJ weekly, and uh, it was always a big hit. People jumped up and started dancing to sit yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, lots of fun. Before Dave D, Dozy Peaky, Mitch, and Titch, it was the Mercy Beats sent me back. It was see me, sorry, see me back on Fontana from 1965. Keith Powell and the Valets got that. Uh, set started but come on and join the party uh we want to thank you for listening to that driving beat and uh we can squeeze one more in before the top of the hour here coming up next maxine brown on the wand label from 1965 with one step at a time
you let me have all of your loving and affection, yeah. Will you give me your heart and leave it under my protection, yeah. If you will, I want you to be my wife. If you will, I'll love you for the rest of my life. Hand it over. Tomorrow, no. Give it to me now. Put it in awkward, only bring me sorrows. Yeah. Say you need my arms around you every night. Baby, please tell me everything's alright. Hand it over. Hand it on over. I need it now. Hand it on over.
Driving Beat from the WXX studios in Louisville, Kentucky. My name is Uwe. And I'm James. Thanks for tuning in and listening to our music. Just heard Barrett's Drunk, I'm Gonna Cry, If You Quit Me, on Tamla from 1960. Got a little uh, little jazzy, a little smoky with uh, Irene Reed before that. Her version of One For My Baby and One More For The Road on Barry Records from 1968. Before that, another soul classic, Chuck Jackson, Handed Over, came out in 1964, was released on the Wand label. And we want to thank you for joining us for the second hour of That Driving Beat for today. Uh, we are your, your radio 60s soul R&B mod dance party. And, uh, you know, that, that covers a lot, of, uh, a lot of genres, a lot of, uh, a lot of kind of records, I guess. We've, we've played... Uh, we've played a range of things from our collections today. Uh, everything I'm playing is new to my collection. Um, stuff that I've dug up recently, uh, but they're all very old records. They're mostly from the 1960s. Well, same here. I mean, you might have heard this song before in our show, but uh, I upgraded a couple of my my treasured records, and uh, so you're going to hear some of that. And uh, here it comes. Coming up next, Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells from 1966 on the Atlantic label Family Man. Take 
There was the Larks with Philly Dog on Money Records from 1966. Before that, a group called Larry and the Mighty Storms. Uh, seems to be their own, the only thing ever released uh, by a group under that name. And I couldn't figure out who Larry is or who the Mighty Storms are and if, if they ever released anything under different names. But uh, that was Larry and the Mighty Storms with Eldorado Susie, 1967, on the Atco record label. Before that, Sweet Inspirations with their version of Wilson Pickett's Don't Fight It. They came out on Atlantic in 1967. And Patti LaBelle and the Bluebells got us started with another one on Atlantic from 1966. You heard Family Man. Patti LaBelle is such a sweet lady. She's just a lady. I had the pleasure to meet her and had a conversation with her oh, just outside a hotel. Yeah, you just <laughs> ran chance. into her in the street, literally, yeah, right? Literally, yeah. yeah. I well, was well I, I hope you didn't literally run into her. No, but, no, yeah, no. Yeah. She came out of a <laughs> of a car and just walked into the hotel while I was outside. And we just, you know, she stopped and chatted with me for quite a while. And very, it was not that cool. warm outside either. She wore the little fur coat and all. Very cool, very nice. cool. Yeah. All right, let's get back to the music. Uh, coming up next, uh, some popcorn sounds here uh, from Lucy Campo. This is, a, like everything I'm playing tonight, a new one to my collection. And it's a sound that I'm getting more and more interested in. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm happy to have uh, pulled a copy of this. Lucy Campo, Evil Eye, 1963, on the RCA Victor label. Whoa, oh, 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 oh
Yes, you're still listening to that driving beat, even though it had no. We got a little chill beat. there. Well, we need to give you a rest. You know, you've down. been dancing for like hours now, so calm down a bit, rest a bit, do a little slow dance. That was your chance. Ruben the Romantics, hey there, lonely boy. 1966 on Cap. Ray Peterson before that with a B-side called You Thrill Me. 1961 on Dunes. Really hits that kind of popcorn uh, sound. You can Google popcorn uh, music or Belgian popcorn. It was a scene that came out of Belgium that played music that sound, sounded kind of like that. Um, but uh, that, that Ray Peterson, that's a, that's a record that I see a lot and I've just passed up many, many times. Uh, it's the flip side of, uh, of, I think, his biggest hit, or one of his biggest hits, uh, called Missing You. So they sold a bunch of them. Um, but Ray, Ray Peterson was just kind of a traditional pop kind of singer. Um, so, you know, by the early 60s, he was just about to get blown out of the water by the Beatles and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that, that style of music just basically went away. Um, the A-side... Uh, Missing You is, is nothing of any interest to me. But that B-side, You Thrill Me, uh, that's kind of a kind of a, kind of of a a cool song. I like that one. And uh, yeah, because it was on the B-side of a hit, uh, that, that record is very, very available. <laughs> Before the Jackie D with the Throlipso Danes on Liberty 1958 and Jackie D, also better known, uh, Jackie D. Shannon, with a mega hit, of course, with... Uh, Put a little love in my heart and in your heart. It's a mega, mega hit, and uh, that was her really young in at 1958. She must have been probably about 17 at the time. Lucy Campo got that started with "Evil Eye," 1963, on RCA Victor. Let's get back into the music. Um, this next one is by a group or a a, uh, a duo called Johnny and Joe. Uh, they had uh, they had a big hit in 1957 with a song called "Over the Mountain Across the Sea." It was a doo-wop uh, uh, kind of slower uh, love song uh, that they did. Um, and the A side for this record I'm about to play uh, is just called uh, I think "Over the Mountain Part Two or something like that. Uh, uh, and it really just is a continuation uh, a few years later of that song. It sounds like it could just be be merged right onto the end of, uh, of their hit from a few years earlier. Uh, but I'm going to play the B-side, which is uh, a lot more interesting, kind of loose uh, rhythm and blues, uh, uh, kind of a walker. Um, Won't You Come Back to Me by Johnny and Joe on J&S Records from 1962. Baby.
Tammy Terrell, Baby Don't You Worry, on Motown from 1966. Don Gardner before that, I'm in Such Misery, Jubilee Records, 1964. And Ted Soul Hawkins with Baby, Money Records from 1966. So both the Tammy Terrell and the Ted Soul Hawkins I played uh, last time, the other sides. So those are what we call two-siders, and I can't decide which sides I like better. But you heard both sides now of one record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny and Joe got us started. Won't you come back to me? 1962 on J&S Records. You are listening to That Driving Beat. And uh, this program is proud to get support from Louisville's own Monic Beer Company, a Kentucky proud brewery and restaurant in the heart of the Schnitzelberg neighborhood. Monic delivers award-winning beer and food. The beer is brewed in-house and dishes are made with locally sourced and sustainably raised ingredients. More information can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or at monicbeer.com. I'm going to play you a tune now from a group from Indianapolis called The Joys of Life. This is, uh, as Uwe was just talking about, uh, a double-sider. The vast majority of 45 singles did have a song on each side, uh, but uh, a lot of times there's only... Only one side that really does what, we, what, what we're looking for, and the other side is just kind of, uh, eh, you know, it's, it's there. It's there, too. Uh, but this is one a def- a definite <laughs> double-sider. Except sometimes the side we don't play was the one that charted and made all the big money. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. But, you but know, it's a ballad or something, yeah. so it's not what we're looking for. In, in, not in general, but yeah. uh, 80% of 60s and 50s records, one side was like one upbeat Song and the other side was like a slower song. Yeah, that, that happened a lot. So, yeah. uh, but we like the faster side right. most of the time. Well, so this this record by the the Joys of Life, they were uh, I guess you'd call them a rock band uh, uh, to be reductive uh, out of Indianapolis, and uh, this is a two sider. But the the two sides appeal to completely different kind of collectors. Now I happen to be both kind of collectors. One side is is what they would call Northern Soul. Uh, it has that Northern Soul sound. The other side is just a scorching 60s garage rock, proto-punk kind of song. I'm going to play you the Northern Soul one right now, and uh, you'll have to tune in next week uh, to that driving beat to hear that flip side. I'll keep that one in my my box. Um, From 1967 on Columbia, the joys of life with good times are over. Bye. 
from 1969 on the Share Records label, the Ad Lips with Appreciation. Before that, a British group called the Corduroys, Too Much of a Woman, 1966 on the Planet label. Uh, one of the both the guys in that uh, in that group went on to other things. One of them went uh, went on to be in the uh, the 70s and 80s group uh, Hot Chocolate and uh, co-wrote You Sexy Thing. Hmm. <laughs> Trivia. Trivia. You're all going to be tested at the end of the show. That's right. The Wallace Brothers was Go On Girl on Sims Records from 1965. And the joys of life started that out with Good Times Are Over, Columbia, 1967. Tune in uh, next week. You'll hear the, uh, the garage rock uh, side of that record at some point during the show. All right, we do want to thank you for listening to That Driving Beat. If you want to get a hold of us or see what we're doing on social media, just search for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Instagram or Facebook. Um, otherwise, you know, thanks for listening and tune in, uh, tune in next week. We've got time for, I think, just one more song. Uh, so this is the flip side of one I played. Uh, I played the other side last week. Uh, I played I Got Your Number. Um, but this is Boney Maroney by the Boogie Kings, 1967, on Paula. Thanks for listening, and... Uh, Stay tuned. You know I feel alright. Yeah. I said I feel pretty good, children. Yeah. I feel Yeah, I'm a-